At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I bet you're smart. Yeah, and you like to hold your own in the group chat. We can help you drop even more knowledge. My name is Martine Powers. And I'm Elahe Azadi. We host a daily news podcast called Post Reports. Every weekday afternoon, Post Reports takes you inside an important and interesting story with the kind of reporting that you can only get from The Washington Post. You can listen to Post Reports wherever you get your podcasts. Go find it now and hit follow. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah! Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. This is the Lombardi Line with Ben Wilson and Mike Pritchard on VSEN. Hey everybody, welcome into another edition of the Lombardi Line, live from downtown Las Vegas and our Circus Sportsbook Studios. Quite a few topics to talk about today in the National Football League as we welcome you in with the former NFL wide receiver, college football Hall of Famer Mike Pritchard, who well, has a big dinner not quite tonight. a Hall of Famer. I'm manifesting <laughs> it into existence though, because <laughs> yes. you should be. You're going to be at the College Football Hall of Fame dinner tonight. I, I will be. Um, uh, Rashawn Slam's going in. Uh, so we're going to honor him. Last year it was Michael Westbrook uh, who went in. So great times for CU football right now. And uh, Rashawn's mother is going to be sitting at our table. Uh, it's going to be me, uh, Michael Westbrook, Alfred Williams, uh, Chris Hudson, and, and wow. you know, uh, just a bevy of other buffs. And uh, Tony Birdie, John Bowman. Uh, John Bowman went to school at Chaparral High School, by the way. Helped In us Las win Vegas. A, yep, helped oh, us win a cool. national championship. So it's going to be a really cool event. Um, who's who of college football is going to be there? Uh, I bumped into and ran into Aiden Hutchinson last year. I was like, if you want information about who's going to be the number one overall pick or perhaps <laughs> the number two, <laughs> I'm like, this guy is going to be a top two pick, right? And so that helped out uh, from a betting standpoint. But I uh, know it's an outstanding event here in Vegas uh, on the heels of the Pac-12 championship. So a lot of things happening in the last I mean, few you weeks. You only won a national title at Colorado, <laughs> and we're a first-round NFL draft pick. I mean, what, do you need, what more do you need to do? You know what? The Hall of Fame, the College Hall of Fame, at least they have criteria, right? And, and so one of it is, I believe, to be recognized as a first-team All-American. Unfortunately, I was a second-team. Oh, so, semantics. Yeah. Yeah, I know, Come I know, on. right? I know, I know, I know. Who knows? But, uh, no, Alfred Williams is a Hall of Famer. He's going to be there, too. So... Uh, it's, it's just a great moment for Rashawn Salam, 
uh, to be recognized. Obviously, a Heisman Trophy winner uh, recently for CU uh, has passed away, uh, but at least uh, the College Football Hall of Fame uh, induction is going to be outstanding. Yeah, very, well, very, be very nice to see that mm -hmm. tonight. College football royalty here in Las Vegas. Mike Pritchard, you're part of uh, said royalty. We go, though, to last night. So hello to Peyton for you, by the way. Thank you. Okay. You will. Uh, and Gary, yes, Gary Pinkle, my, uh, the, my alma mater, uh, University of Missouri, longtime head coach, getting inducted as well. So mm -hmm. you'll, you'll have to say hi to him for me. Uh, as we look back to last night, though, wow, is the first word that oh. comes to mind. Tampa Bay 17, New Orleans 16. Mike, with the Bucks down 16-3, 5-21 to go in the game last night, at that point, the Buck offense had the ball nine different times, had a total of 14 first downs, mm -hmm. 3.6 yards per play, and New Orleans had a 98.4% win probability. How, how, from that point on, did Tampa possibly make the comeback that they did, and how did New Orleans give them that opportunity? Well, you know, and that's just it, uh, Ben. I mean, we talk about coaching, we talk about players, and we certainly, as betters, uh, we try to figure these games out and, and you know, try to have probability in, in our on our side. Uh, if you took the points, you had probability on your side, right? Uh, and that's, I, I think, the focus point of this exercise. Uh, it, it was a divisional game late in December with two teams that are struggling. Uh, not a lot of points. I mean, a lot of people might have chose the, the total route. Uh, I recommend it looking at the uh, points with the Saints just because of this type of game or this type of probability uh, of having this type of game. Uh, and that's what we had. I mean, uh, I think the inability for teams to finish games really have has risen to the surface. Mm. Uh, and the Saints, you asked the question, how did the Saints blow it? Uh, they can't finish a game. Uh, we'll go over it uh, in fine detail. But then on the other side, you do have the belief in Tom Brady, and you do have the belief in the fact that you're never out of it with a quarterback of his caliber, and uh, that's what played out to me uh, in that game. I mean, Godwin made play after mm -hmm. play. Brady made throw. The offensive line protected, and uh, and then on the other side for the Saints, they couldn't get stops. They couldn't stop the guys. They couldn't they couldn't cover people, and so you, you can't explain that away, uh, but what you can do as a better is realize, okay, I'm getting three and a half points. Uh, with the Saints, this is probably a field goal game or under a field goal type of game. Uh, there is a proper side to be betting on. And that was a no sweater yeah. cash for New Orleans. If you took the points with the three and a half, no sweater on the under as well, as a lot of under money came in closing most shops 41. You say the word belief, mm -hmm. and that, that sense of belief is a lot of times different from reality. Mm -hmm. Tampa Bay is going to be a playoff team. They are now minus 700 this morning at BetMGM to win the NFC South. We're minus 350 coming into week 13 in the NFL, but coupled with the win and Atlanta's loss, Tampa Bay now has a game and a half lead over the Falcons in the NFC South. We bring up the words belief and reality, Mike, because Tampa Bay is going to be in the playoffs and will host a playoff game as a division winner. People might look, point to Tom Brady as a quarterback with yet another miraculous fourth quarter comeback, the latest fourth quarter comeback in his career in right. regulation, just the second time ever he's come back from 17 points in the fourth quarter, the other being a Super Bowl involving the Atlanta Falcons a few years ago. But when you look at Tampa Bay going into the playoffs, how real of a threat are they actually, if we're talking about reality here for Tampa? Well, it, it does depend on the matchup uh, because we are in a matchup phase of the National Football League, and we saw that. I mean, Brady picked apart uh, the touchdown pass, a uh, great route by the running back, and uh, okay, you go against matchups, right? And you kind of exploit that. Uh, Godwin in the middle of the field, even on the edges on the field, uh, that was a better matchup. That was the best matchup, and Brady used that repeatedly. Uh, so 
from a betting standpoint, depending on a matchup that Tampa Bay will have in the playoffs is something that you have to look at, I believe. Uh, but the Saints are not a playoff team either. And so then you got to factor in, okay, the Saints uh, or certainly Tampa Bay, they're playing a just stiffer competition here. Uh, and what Tom Brady and Tampa is offensively, they are one-dimensional. Even last night, Brady threw the ball, what, 54 times, uh, and they ran it 20. I mean, they are so one-dimensional, and they skewed it that way. I think a playoff team will know how to defend that, uh, and then certainly maybe will have the matchup advantages, too, to be able to defend it. I, I think the Saints just ran out of options, and uh, the Saints just don't know how to finish football games. But it's an entirely different story when you have a playoff situation, though. The matchup right now? And it's very, very likely that this will be the case based on the current standings would be the Dallas Cowboys, mm, who are mm. nine and three, would be the five seed. You say the big discrepancy between running and passing the ball for Tampa, so reliant on the pass. Mm -hmm. What's the thing Dallas is really, really elite at? <laughs> it's the pass rush and defending the pass, top five defense against the pass. Yet Dallas has really struggled a bottom half of the league across the board defending the run this year. Right. So that's the matchup you have to look at, Mike, if we're talking about that specifically. I know we still have five weeks left of the regular season, but that is likely going to be your first-round matchup in Tampa. Dallas will and should be a pretty healthy road favorite. And, and that's going to be baked into the number, I would imagine. Like Everything that we, we just talked about, the fact that Dallas gets after the passer and then uh, Tampa Bay is one-dimensional, passing the football only, uh, being successful that way, then that's going to be baked into the number. I, mean, I think extrapolating out from that uh, is because of the matchup still. Like, are there favorable matchups that Tom Brady can get to? Is are, you know can the Tampa Bay defense kind of slow down the Dallas Cowboys offense? Right, we got to look at it from that side and that perspective too. Uh, so depending on that number, I mean, there could be an instance in which, from a betting standpoint, mm -hmm. uh, you're going to get a situation where you can catch Tampa Bay at home in a playoff situation with Tom Brady uh, and enough points to make that thing attractive. Wonder how many points that would <laughs> right. be. I would think three and a half to okay. four. Dallas would be a road favorite there. Mm -hmm. But we'll find out this week. If you don't want to wait till January to see the playoff matchup manifest, how about this week? Because Tampa takes on San Francisco, yeah. albeit a San Francisco team with a third string now quarterback in Brock Purdy. Yet the look ahead line with a healthy San Francisco, Mike, before last week's games, was San Francisco minus six. Mm -hmm. Number went back down to three in most books on the opener with Brock Purdy in at quarterback and with the news that quarterback Jimmy Garoppolo is out for the year with the broken ankle. It's now up to three and a half just about everywhere in the market. A couple books have touched four, including at BetMGM, although this morning, just within the last few minutes, BetMGM has gone back down to three and a half. Okay. So we'll see that matchup. And it's another team in San Francisco that is elite, not only against the pass, but also against the run. Top six in both categories. Yeah, how about this? I mean... With a third-string quarterback, mystery-relevant quarterbacking, uh, they still are the favorite. Now, I, I know quarterbacks, or maybe before this year, because football has turned back the clock, quarterbacks meant so much to the number, right? But Tampa Bay has been struggling all year long offensively. I think they're averaging about 18 points a game, uh, right? And now they're going to go on the road and face that defense and they like we just talked about they're one-dimensional they're, they're almost 70 percent if not 70 percent pass run ratio that's one-dimensional and that plays into the hands of the defense so you know on the other side for the 49ers they have so much offense and so many uh, options and garoppolo has been a game manager 
Now, can Purdy manage the game? Or will he succumb to pressure and turn the ball over and panic? Right? I, I think Todd Bowles is wanna, wanting to find that out. So expect pressure, expect uh, a, a passionate uh, dedication to stop in a running game and force San Francisco to throw the football uh, and see what Purdy is made of. And that's what makes this game intriguing. We're seeing that number fluctuate, like you mentioned, at three and a half or four, uh, depending on where you shot. Just to think that Brock Purdy in the year 2022 <laughs> is Mr. Relevant. Right. He'll be favored by over three in a game against That's Tom crazy. Brady at the quarterback position. But the under it likely will be around 17 for the team total. Those numbers right. have not been posted yet since we're early in the week here on Tuesday. But I will be looking at under 17 on a team total for Tampa. Mm-hmm. A team that is 27th in points per game, right. 18 a game, tied for 24th in yards per play tied for 20th in average yards per drive, takes on a San Francisco defense that is third against the run, sixth against the pass on an EPA per play efficiency basis, and with only one offensive lineman healthy right now for Tampa compared to last year's playoff run, it's not going to be a good recipe. No, it's not. And we'll look at, and I'll give you the information right now, the opening totals for Tampa was 18. Uh, Team total, team total. and opening 18? 18 points. And the opening team total... San Francisco was 23 and a half. And those have come way, way those, down with a total of 37. And that's why you see off the board on your screen. I would love to get some 18, Mike. That's all <laughs> I'm saying. We still have a lot to go, though, uh, and to get through here on the Lombardi line. Will Hill joins us this hour. Our VEASAN analyst, Josh Applebaum from VEASAN Morning Daily Bets, joins us in hour two. But we'll talk power ratings next with Jimmy Garoppolo to Brock Purdy and from Lamar Jackson to Tyler Huntley in Baltimore. What are the adjustments for those teams? We'll discuss next. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. There's a lot happening these days, but I have just the thing to get you up to speed on what matters without taking too much of your time. The 7 from the Washington Post is a podcast that gives you the seven most important and interesting stories, and we always try to save room for something fun. You get it all in about seven minutes or less. I'm Hannah Jewell. I'll get you caught up with The 7 every weekday. So follow The 7 right now. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. This is Colin Coward from The Herd with Colin Cowherd. Angie's list is now Angie, the nation's largest home service marketplace. They're here to help homeowners get all their jobs done well. Angie has helped over 150 million homeowners care for their homes. Whatever your home project, big, small, indoor, outdoor, come to Angie to connect with and hire skilled pros to get the job done well. Listen, I've got a couple of things in a bathroom in my house. Got to get it fixed. 
I don't have time, and I'm not good at it. Angie is. With just a few taps on the app, you can have Angie tackle your home service project start to finish. With over 200,000 pros in their network, Angie makes it easy to research, compare, and hire pros to ensure a job done well. With 29 years of experience combined with new digital tools to simplify the process, Angie makes completing home projects really easy. It's your one-stop shop. Angie can help you find the best price for your project by comparing quotes from multiple pros in just a few taps or book services at an upfront price based on local data. They get the difficulties that can come with home projects. They get it. Why not make it as simple as possible? Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I.com or download the app today. You're listening to the Lombardi Line on VSIN with Ben Wilson and Mike Pritchard. It is time to download Nevada's premier sports betting app, BetMGM Sports. BetMGM is all of your favorite wagering options, along with in game betting, boosted odds, specials, and much more. Download the BetMGM app today and stop by any MGM casino on the strip with your state issued ID to open an account and start placing sports bets from anywhere in Nevada. Whatever your sport or whatever your betting style, you're going to love BetMGM's state of the art technology and fan-friendly specials every day of the week. Visit BetMGM for terms and conditions. Must be 21 or older and physically located in Nevada. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-522-4700. We welcome you back to the Lombardi Line from downtown Las Vegas at our Circus Sportsbook Studios. Big thanks to Brian Ortega, our producer behind the glass today. Mike, this hour, we'll talk some teasers, which you are a big fan of. We'll yes, get sir. Will Hill's Week 14 early plays, our VEASAN analyst. But right now, with a fresh batch of futures odds now out, we take a look at the top of the NFC, and specifically San Francisco, mm-hmm. who, as we just mentioned last segment, three and a half or four-point favorites. Most of the market settling in at three and a half at home against Tampa this week. But now it's a quarterback in Brock Purdy, who was Mr. Irrelevant in last <laughs> year's draft. A rookie who looked very solid, led his team to a come-from-behind win over Miami after going down 7-0, 33-17 win over the Dolphins. But Mike, in the betting markets, big tick down now to San Francisco's general power ratings. We're plus 240 co-favorites with Philadelphia before last week. Now San Francisco, bet MGM, about four and a half to one. Mm. Realistically going forward, what should we expect? If it's a San Francisco team led by a rookie quarterback, the last guy picked in the draft. Right. You know, this is fascinating because San Francisco, with that defense, was going to start the season with Trey Lance, which was an unproven rookie quarterback, basically, uh, even though he had been in the league. Uh, injury. So now they fall back on the ultimate insurance policy, which was Jimmy Garoppolo, who started a Super Bowl for them. But San Francisco still wanted to move on from Garoppolo because he's limited. He's a game manager at, at most, at best. And uh, and then you get to trade for Christian McCaffrey. You got Debo. You got all these weapons. And uh, you're healthy along with that great, great defense. I mean, the San Francisco 49ers, they have one of the deeper, best rosters in the National Football League. Uh, and at quarterback, it seemed like it was unsettled, but yet you had that great, great, great insurance policy. Uh, it is so rare to get to this level to where you're on your third quarterback now, your third string quarterback, who was mystery relevant and keeping your Super Bowl hopes alive. I don't know where the 49ers go. They're saying all the right things, to be honest with you, uh, Ben. Uh, they're saying that they're supportive of Purdy. Uh, 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 they're, they're saying that this guy has it, whatever it is. I mean, if he had it, wouldn't he have been starting? And maybe Jimmy G, would, you would have traded him. But he didn't have it back then, right? 
So to me, I think they're trying to talk it up. And to be honest with you, I don't know what they're going to have with a guy because we just don't know what Brock Purdy is made of in the National Football League. I'm talking about the mental makeup of this guy. I mean, it's different to come in a game as a backup and, uh, you know, you just go out there and you, you call to play what's called in your head and you execute it. Uh, and, okay, maybe the game plan is great and it's easy uh, against that defense. And I think it was, to be honest with you, uh, against Miami. But now you got to prepare and you're going to build up some pressure. You're going to build up mm-hmm. these moments and are you going to overthink it? Are you going to panic? Are you going to re- overreact? And then on the other side, teams are going to be pre- be preparing for you, right? And, and so they're going to understand your weaknesses. Wow, I saw that on tape. Wow, I see this on tape. Maybe we can take advantage of that. So it's incumbent upon Purdy to be different, right, and to help this 49ers offense. I know they, they want him to just manage the game, but can he manage the game and not screw it up? <laughs> you know, that, that's a big question mark for me right when now. When you come in unexpectedly with yeah. injury mid-game, mm-hmm. also against a Miami defense, <laughs> it's bottom five across right. the board in most metrics, a lot different than having the week of preparation, taking all the – first team reps and defenses being able to prepare for you. And while Tampa Bay, who is the opponent for San Francisco this week, not a good run defense this year, bottom half of the league, they have been an elite pass defense, making me think how much will the training wheels continue to be on, at least for start number one for Brock Purdy this week? Well, San Francisco, they want to run the football. Uh, That's their nature. That's what Kyle wants to do. And they're very good at it. Uh, Half the league is trying to mimic what they do when they run the football. So if they can establish the run, now there's no pressure on Brock Purdy. But if you're in second down and long, third down and long repeatedly, and your game plan's not working and you got to make adjustments on that sideline, that's when you worry about Mm -hmm. the situation with this quarterback. Uh, Can he help you adjust along the way? Uh, So as a better uh, against Tampa Bay, you know, can can San Francisco establish a running game? I I think they can. I, I think... San Francisco is proficient enough and, and good enough, and they believe in themselves enough to where their core plays are sound enough and good enough that we can run that against anybody. Mm-hmm. And ultimately, that's where you get to, whether it's Mike Shanahan with the dynasties that he had running the football or now with Kyle, they have about five or six plays that they call core plays that they can run against any look and against any personnel and against any football mm-hmm. team. And they believe that. So... I think the 49ers will lean on that and incorporate play action, give uh, Purdy, uh, Purdy a direction to throw the football as opposed to trying to diagnose defenses and going through progression. I mean, that's that's when you're going to get in yeah. trouble. I mean, the great Deshaun Watson was rusty, right, after his layoff. So uh, if you get in situations for a young player like that that just that has not seen a lot, uh, I, I think they can get themselves in some trouble. Well, it was a very small sample size. Right. What's funny to look at are some of the advanced stats from Brock Purdy on his one appearance, 55 Mm -hmm. plays. His EPA per play combined with the completion percentage over expectation that we often look at, right in the line with Taylor Heineke and Mac Jones. Sandwiched between those two quarterbacks. (laughs) Like, If you're San Francisco, if you presume that that type of level continues the rest of the season, can you win playoff games multiple with a Mac Jones, Taylor Haneke type quarterback, if those numbers for Purdy stay the same. Well, there's been precedent out there, Ben. I mean, teams with great, great defenses can win a Super Bowl. The Denver Broncos did it, a Super Bowl 50. Uh, because, uh, was it Brock? Another Brock Osweiler. What's Brock in quarterbacks these days in, in the National Football League? Brock Osweiler was a quarterback because Peyton Manning was banged up. 
and for a he, large stretch of that year right yeah. right a large stretch and so that helped because they had that defense though you know and osweiler didn't have to do a bunch uh, of things and then peyton manning comes back and he didn't do a lot it was more of that defense and i think when you look at san francisco they are built defensively to win a super bowl uh, they can shut down and wreck offenses it would help to enhance it by having a great quarterback but we know the national football league there's a lot of average quarterbacks right now. There's a lot of backup quarterbacks in the league right now or playing, starting. It's all about the running game, and San Francisco can do that. So I know why they're a favorite still in that division. I looked at Seattle, believe it or not. Really? Yeah, I did look at it. I think it's 3-1. to one. Uh, But San Francisco, that, that roster is so deep uh, and so talented. Uh, they just have to avoid messing this up along the way. We'll look at the Seattle matchup a little bit later. They take on Carolina in week 14. As I update my NFC West odds, Seattle, you are right. Three to one. Actually down from four and a half to one from the last week. The other team that has a big drop off now and has to go to a backup quarterback this week. And we'll see if it's even longer than this week. But for Baltimore, for quarterback Lamar Jackson, Coach John Harbaugh has already said he is likely out this week. But it could be anywhere from... This week to a few weeks, it's feared not to be a season-ending injury to Lamar Jackson's knee. Caused him to leave at the end of the first quarter against Denver. But the betting market is treating the information like it will be Tyler Huntley at quarterback this week on the road against Pittsburgh in a divisional rematch. Mm. Mike, the look-ahead was around four Baltimore road favorites. Now it's Pittsburgh minus three across the market right now. What do you make of the adjustment from... Jackson now down to Huntley. Well, I mean, it's, it's sizable. <laughs> it's Seven sizable. points, is that yeah, fair? Yeah, I think it is fair. Lamar Jackson means that much to the Baltimore Ravens in an offense. He really does. I mean, uh, I've said this before on Lombardi line. I mean, when Lamar Jackson throws the football, he's throwing to a lesser athlete. When he hands the football off, he's throwing the football to, or he's handing the ball off to a lesser athlete. Uh, there's a reason why Lamar Jackson is a leading rusher on his football team. Uh, and think about that for a minute. Out of 1893 uh, total rushing yards for the Baltimore Ravens offense this year, Lamar Jackson has 764 of those. Uh, and he's just impactful that way. Uh, you know, there's a bunch of guys making up the difference uh, in rushing yards right there. Um, he's, a, he's a focal point, too, for defenses. I mean, you try to game plan and, and defend what Lamar Jackson presents. Now you can just defend the Baltimore Ravens offense mm-hmm. because Huntley's not going to be a difference maker that way. And I think that's that's significant uh, because they don't have the premium playmakers on the outside. Uh, they do have Mark Andrews, but you can double team him inside the interior of the field if you need to or even outside. Uh, so I, I think this is significant, uh, and Pittsburgh knows Baltimore. Uh, so from a divisional standpoint, I think Pittsburgh's different. They got a young up-and-coming team, and – uh, Baltimore, to me, is looking to hang on. Keep in mind, Pittsburgh last week, a team that has now gone to top 15 defending the run, just played a run-heavy quarterback in Marcus Mariota mm-hmm. and Atlanta had the fal- held the Falcons to just 16 points in right. that game. Looks very stout defensively. Pittsburgh now 4-1 and one with T.J. Watt in the lineup this year. You have Tyler Huntley, a quarterback who could only conjure up one touchdown. It came in the final seconds yeah. as Baltimore eked out a 10-9 win over Denver. Now going on the road to taking on Pittsburgh. Very interesting to see where the market goes with this line. This could be a teaser candidate this week. We'll see if that makes Mike Pritchard's card. We will talk teasers. There are some fascinating developments going on in the teaser world. We cannot wait to tell you about when we return. Your 
You're listening to the Lombardi Line on VSIN with Ben Wilson and Mike Pritchard. If you missed any part of our show or anything on the VEASAN schedule today, don't forget to check out our free sports betting podcast. Catch replays of all our shows or download and listen on your schedule. If you go to VEASAN.com slash podcast, you get all of our shows, including the GM Shuffle Fresh episode is out now with Michael Lombardi and Femi Abebefe. There's also Beating the Book with Gail Alexander or Market Insights with Josh Applebaum. Josh will join us a little bit later today. Plus, we have Hardwood Handicappers, The Lombardi Line. That's what you're listening to right now. Follow the money, My Guys in the Desert, and many more. They're all free and available now at beeson.com slash podcast or wherever you get your podcasts. We'll go into our teaser discussion in a few minutes. But first, some breaking news on an NFL Tuesday. Pretty surprising news as well, Mike Pritchard. The Tennessee Titans... The likely playoff-bound Tennessee Titans, who currently sit comfortably in first in the AFC South, have fired their general manager, John Robinson, who had been in the organization since uh, 2016. Adam Schefter and now the NFL uh, corroborating that report. Ian Rappaport of uh, the NFL Network, Adam Schefter of ESPN, uh, both reporting that this morning. So, John Robinson out. Yeah. Amidst a two-game losing streak for Tennessee, albeit a Tennessee team that still remains in playoff position. Mike, how do you feel about that? Well, I mean, according to Schefter, yeah, Titans are in first place. AFC South uh, have a three-game lead over the Colts uh, and Jaguars, and they part ways with their GM. Um, (laughs) We just witnessed the A.J. Brown game, though, right? Uh, Imagine if the Titans still had the guy. (laughs) Why, Why did John Robinson or the Titans trade him away? You know, I mean... I guess, is that the reason? That's the only reason I can um, attribute this to. Uh, you know, the Todd Downing situation as offensive coordinator too, um, I, for, I did not factor that in at all uh, because I think that's looming. What, whatever is going to happen with him because of the uh, arrest, right? Yeah, DUI uh, for Todd Downing yeah. after the Thursday night win over Green Bay sure. after they got back to Nashville. Still on the team, has not faced any... Discipline or legal actions yep. yet, so that is kind of a, a thing just sort of hanging in the balance. Mike. Yeah, investigation that, but I, I think this directly correlates with how A.J. Brown carved them up and how A.J. Brown is no longer on that offense. And uh, Tennessee, they have aspirations for a Super Bowl. I mean, how do you trade a guy like that away? And, and then, okay, well, let's replace him with a rookie and uh, we'll see if that happens. But uh, there, is a, there is a large discrepancy in that game from a playmaking ability and, and certainly a fired up A.J. Brown at that uh, and and going back against his former team that way. But it, there could be other uh, situations in, this, in the building that we just don't know about yet. Uh, we'll, those will emerge, obviously, uh, as we find out more details about why mm-hmm. they parted ways. For now, again, the report with John Robinson being fired as Titans GM, it will be Ryan Cowden, who's the current VP of player personnel, taking over as GM for the rest of the season. If that's the direction, though, you're looking at, Mike, it can't just be one element, right, on, oh, A.J. Brown in an obvious revenge game for Philadelphia against the team who traded him away. He's, he's or who let him, who let him go. It can't just be one thing because you, are, you always knew that was going to be a huge game for Brown since the day the schedule came out mm-hmm. in April that it was going to be circled by Brown for the entire season. <laughs> and Tennessee is still a 7-5 and five team that is likely going to make the playoffs behind a head coach in Mike Vrabel, who's among the coach of the year leading mm-hmm. candidates right but how, now. Really? One, just that reason? How Hello? great did Jalen Hurts look, though, with oh, that amazing. receiver and making plays like that? I mean, I mean, there was other receivers. There was other elements, too. But 
Um, if you're Tennessee, wouldn't you love to have A.J. Brown? I'm, right I'm not disputing that. I'm <laughs> right. just saying, is it is that one reason specifically well, enough this late in the year to warrant firing your GM like your a, playoff team? There could be more details, but I'm just thinking of the job of the GM. Your, your job is to ensure that the team is in the best possible situation to succeed. And by trading A.J. Brown, I don't know how that was the case, especially if you feel like you still have that Super Bowl window. That trade indicated to everybody, including us as betters, that at some point Malik Willis is going to be the quarterback. At some point, they're going to transition from from Tannehill. At some point, mm. they were going to shut that Super Bowl window and rebuild or restructure whatever. That's what that indicated. But lo and behold, Vrabel's done a great job, and Tennessee's in a position to make a run at a Super Bowl. But they don't have that guy. <laughs> they don't have that guy. And I I, I don't know. I mean, there, like I said, there could be other details behind this. But mm -hmm. uh, Traylon Burks glaring. was expected to be the guy since he was the player drafted in exchange for the trade where Philadelphia got uh, AJ AJ Brown in the deal, and it was the 18th overall pick in this past NFL draft. Mm -hmm. Traylon Burke selected, but it's also unfair to put that sort of expectation on a rookie wide receiver who's had a solid year but did go down with a concussion pretty early on in the Philadelphia game. Mm -hmm. I mean, Derrick Henry, if you want a guy, that's your guy. <laughs> it's just, can you get by with being so one-dimensional and being a run-first team? We saw as soon as Tennessee got down against Philadelphia, Mike, and abandoned the run, they had no chance. I don't know that A.J. Brown would have really solved that issue. Well, I mean, I think it helps when you have a Derrick Henry and you have a guy like A.J. Brown and commanding coverage. Uh, look at the Raiders. They have Devontae Adams and really nobody else, and they're running the ball very, very well mm -hmm. with Josh Jacobs uh, because Devontae Adams just commands that much attention. I think if you have a premium playmaker like that on the outside, it takes away two defenders yeah, then, then that gives you an advantage running football. And uh, any type of lighter box situation for Derrick Henry, and that, that's the thing too. I mean, Derrick Henry, it, we're in December now, and you know Derrick Henry's not September Derrick Henry. Uh, so you would love to see instances where you have six guys in the box or, or even seven guys in the box, but loading up because there's no true threat on the outside uh, that's going to make it mm -hmm. difficult for the Titans to operate the way that they want to. And certainly, with his, if Brown's presence was still there, yes. Mm -hmm. Would Derrick Henry be at 28 carries for 58 yards the last <laughs> two games as we get into December? Right. Likely not. Right. But my point remains, to, to fire a GM this late yeah. in the year, if, if that's your only thing, there's got to be something else going on. And for Tennessee now, 7-5 and five the record. Now get a divisional game against the trendy team to come out of the division preseason in Jacksonville, who have, for the most part, fallen flat on their faces. 4-8 and eight, Jacksonville, coming off a blow-off loss against Detroit, losing 40-14. to 14. Titans laying about 3.5 pretty much uh, market-wide right now. Mike, there's a couple of books, as I update the screen in front of me, who are at 4 right now after opening 4 at most spots. So we've seen a little bit of back and forth mm -hmm. here. And this could be a teaser leg. For one, Mike Pritchard, who, uh, who loves to dabble in the old teasers. Would this be a spot, given the lack of scoring on the Tennessee side, where you would look to back Jacksonville? Or you want to stay away, potentially, if you're coming off a week where the Titans just fired their GM? Yeah, you know what? Uh, GM fired GM aside. I mean, Jacksonville has been troubling all year because they're just inconsistent. Uh, they look good at home and then, you know, on the road. They're 1-22 and 22 or something like that. Let me look this up again because I have it in my notes. Uh, of road games uh, since 2019. When they've lost 20 in a row against the NFC? Uh, yeah, which the is NFC. hard to comprehend. Yeah, absolutely. So now <laughs> you're in the I know, now you're in the division on the road and um an inconsistent young team uh still challenged to 
to cap off games. Uh, we saw that earlier this year. Now you got a hobbled or, or injured Trevor Lawrence, right? Uh, so typically I would look at teasing this game because of the number and the situation with the division. Uh, divisional games to me are basically one possession type games. And uh, with a teaser situation in this, uh, in this game, you could get to two possessions, but I'm staying away from it right now. I, just, I need some more information for, uh, for this game. Early in the week as well, yeah. and we don't know what will develop as far as personnel, the availability of Traylon Burks mm -hmm. in concussion protocol, the Tennessee wide receiver. Again, they just fire our breaking news this segment. <laughs> uh, firing, just kind of shaking my head to get this so late in the year, firing general manager John Robinson. It leads us in, though, to our general teaser thoughts, and there's been a very, very big trend that is impossible to ignore right now, Mike. In a season where the NFL is on pace to have the most single possession games in history and the lowest scoring margin since 1970 at about nine points or so per game, teasing short underdogs against bad offenses, and when I say bad offenses, I qualify that by saying any offense in the bottom half of the league on a points-per-game basis. On your screen, we're showing you the top five teaser teams this year. But if you look even just at the last five weeks, Mike, mm -hmm. if you were teasing short underdogs anywhere from one to three and a half point underdogs against teams in the bottom half of the league in scoring, those individual legs would be 15 and one <laughs> the last five weeks. Wow. 15 and one, yeah, Mike. Yeah. You're making some money yes, if you're you doing are. that. Yeah, you are. I mean, teasers have been beneficial for me the last few weeks, big time. Uh, in fact, the syndicate, and let me, let me get to the quote from the syndicate. Well, Mike um, Pritchard has quotes from his teaser I, yes, syndicate. Yeah, because they're doing very well this year, and, and I've been doing well, uh, uh, absolutely. Um, teasers, or the, the chance to tease a game, provides betters, us, with the necessary weapons against the books. <laughs> That's what this syndicate The weaponry, wow. <laughs> because the books are so good, the numbers are so good. And, and I mean, I, I think... Uh, capping that, uh, you know, if you do it for a living, obviously it's different, right? Uh, but majority of betters are, are not doing it for a living. And, um, you, you know, they don't, they don't have a staff uh, that or people that are working for them doing it for a living, whereas we do know uh, that that exists out there. But when a syndicate can hit... Oh, you're 14, sliding over a 14-leg... For 50 bucks and cash 7,500 bucks, I mean... Maybe you're just showing off. Oh, I'm not. I'm not showing off. I'm just saying. I, I mean, there's there's evidence of that. So you, you, the data that you just uh, quoted right there is outstanding uh, when it comes to teasers. The options this week that would qualify: Baltimore plus three at Pittsburgh, Jacksonville plus three and a half at Tennessee, and Arizona plus one and a half against New England. Visa analyst Will Hill. He'll join us. Give some Week 14 plays up next. At Bet three six five, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play—from the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field, whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary. At Bet three six five, twenty-one plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call one eight hundred GAMBLER. There's a lot happening these days, but I have just the thing to get you up to speed on what matters without taking too much of your time. The 7 from the Washington Post is a podcast that gives you the seven most important and interesting stories, and we always try to save room for something fun. You get it all in about seven minutes or less. I'm Hannah Jewell. I'll get you caught up with The 7 every weekday. 
So follow the seven right now. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. This is Colin Coward from The Herd with Colin Cowherd. Angie's list is now Angie, the nation's largest home service marketplace. They're here to help homeowners get all their jobs done well. Angie has helped over 150 million homeowners care for their homes. Whatever your home project, big, small, indoor, outdoor, come to Angie to connect with and hire skilled pros to get the job done well. Listen, I've got a couple of things in a bathroom in my house. Gotta get it fixed. I don't have time, and I'm not good at it. Angie is. With just a few taps on the app, you can have Angie tackle your home service project start to finish. With over 200,000 pros in their network, Angie makes it easy to research, compare, and hire pros to ensure a job done well. With 29 years of experience combined with new digital tools to simplify the process, Angie makes completing home projects really easy. It's your one-stop shop. Angie can help you find the best price for your project by comparing quotes from multiple pros in just a few taps or book services at an upfront price based on local data. They get the difficulties that can come with home projects. They get it. Why not make it as simple as possible? Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I.com or download the app today. You're listening to the Lombardi Line on VSEN with Ben Wilson and Mike Pritchard. Basketball fans can turn a loss into a win with the King of Sportsbooks. Just place a single first basket score prop bet on any NBA game. If your bet loses, you'll receive up to $25 back in free bets. Wager confidently and take your game to the next level with BetMGM, an authorized gaming partner of the NBA. Just log into your account or download the BetMGM app and sign up today. Then wager on any player to score the first basket in any NBA game. If your bet misses, you'll get up to $25 back in free bets. Turn game time into showtime with BetMGM. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. 21 years of age, you're older to wager. New and existing customer offer. All promotions are subject to qualification and eligibility requirements. Rewards issued is non-withdrawable free bets or site credit. Free bets expire seven days from issuance. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Mississippi, Nevada, or New York. Chaos inside our Circus Sportsbook studios <laughs> as our uh, one World Cup update of the show comes right now. Morocco and Spain are in penalties. Yeah. Nil-nil after 120 minutes of action. And Morocco's keeper has saved three straight penalties. And Mike Pritchard has called all three correctly. Yeah. That you thought they would miss. But, well, they're tipping it. Wild. Um, Mike wait. Pritchard, noted soccer expert here at the <laughs> network, is saying that Spain is tipping their penalty. They are. I mean, I studied tape for a living when I played international football league. I'm just watching it. I look, I don't observe soccer at all, but I'm like, they're tipping where they're going with their penalty kicks by where they're placing the ball on the circle. What it was? Is there a name for the circle? Uh, it's the penalty spot. It's, penalty it's just the spot. Okay, it's the spot. It's the spot. They need to change their spot. They need to change. Oh, their ways. the Penenka. <laughs> Morocco's Morocco wins three nil in penalties. Right. Morocco. 
<laughs> did the waddle. And they do, they're doing the apparently the waddle has made its way to Qatar as well. So a big upset there in the World Cup. I had Morocco plus one in uh, regular time. Nice. That was a nice little Very sweat nice. that uh, they got home. So as we welcome in Will Hill, our uh, outstanding VEASAN do-it-all betting analyst at not the Will Hill on Twitter. Will, were you enjoying that as much as uh, we all were watching Morocco and Spain? I feel bad for interrupting. I'm interrupting a great show. I mean, you guys had a good thing going there. That was impressive by Rich breaking down uh, the goalkeeper and the angles. So. That was uh, that was pretty uh, interesting stuff. Well, Mike has the angles on the apparent penalty spot tipping. <laughs> we also have some teaser angles. We said last segment, if you're teasing short underdogs up against teams who are in the bottom half of the league in scoring, Will, last five weeks, those individual teaser legs are 15-1. and one. Uh, how have you been approaching the teaser legs as we've gotten into the back half of the season? I'm going to contradict myself because I haven't been teasing a lot of the favorites down. It's been more teasing the underdogs up with, you know, it feels like two thirds of these teams. You don't even have to handicap the games. You know, think about Pittsburgh and Atlanta last week where it's like each team was plus one and a half at certain points. It's like, you know what, whoever's plus one and a half, I'll tease them up because these teams do nothing but play close games. And I guess uh, I wasn't watching but Pittsburgh had a chance to score a defensive touchdown and the guy just went out of bounds. On like the last play, Minka game, Fitzpatrick. Yeah, he yeah. just walked yes. out of bounds at the three. Could have easily been a pick six. Saved Atlanta teaser betters. Yeah, sometimes I mean, better to not watch. Yeah, right. I mean, so many times too, guys. Uh, and you know, you look at the parity of the league or not, or or if you factor in if you should score, if you should sit on the ball and and win the game that way. Um, possessions, I think, are so vital because I saw the trends maybe four or five years ago where the NFL was trying to get more like the NBA increased scoring, uh, the pace uh, that you're operating offensively, all this stuff, I mean, it, it mimicked the, the association to me. And therefore, possessions were going to be that much more vital. Uh, and I think from a teaser standpoint, if you can uh, find a way to get beyond uh, one possession in these tight games parity league, uh, that's beneficial as well. Especially this year, scoring's down yeah. for the most part. You're seeing some of these games line 37. I think Tampa, San Francisco is 36 and a half, mm -hmm. 37. It's just, mm -hmm. uh, it, it's hard to win by two scores um, in, in games that are that tight. It's just lower variance and uh, it makes for some good teaser opportunities. Will Hill again joining us, VEASAN analyst at Not D. Will Hill, where you can find all of Will's great work. So with that being said, Will, how are you approaching the, the teaser market for week 14 as we start to look at these games? Yeah, I said I was going to contradict myself. I just <laughs> I went a little anti-New York teaser with the Bills and the Eagles. And of course, you know, look for an, an eight and a half on Buffalo because there's some nines out there. Either way, you got to get under the three and you got to be careful that threes don't push because it'll push your whole teaser. So prices, rules uh, vary with these teasers. I'm seeing some nine and a half. So if you have to use a seven point teaser, get Buffalo down to the two and a half. Um, I just think, look, the Jets beat them last time. The Bills are off 10, 11 days rest. There's some revenge here. I think the Bills will be a little healthier by the time they play. And White was really bad. His one road game or his one game against the Bills last year through a bunch of interceptions going into Buffalo, I think will be a different story this week. So I would expect Buffalo to just at least win the game as look, they haven't played well in the division here. So this is an important game for them. Same thing with Philly. You know, if Philly were to lose to the Giants and they're in that six, six and a half point favorite range against the Giants, if Philly were to ever lose to the Giants, and I don't think they will, the Cowboys now control their own destiny for their division because that's that'll be uh, another division loss for Philly. Dallas gets to host Philly later in the year, and I just don't think the Giants 
Mm-hmm. With their style, the way they muck it up, try to keep everything close, just try to throw these gadget plays at you. I don't think that's enough to keep up with Philly here. So I would expect the Philly to, to go into the Meadowlands there and, and win that ball game. So he will, Bill's yeah. Eagles teaser for me. Will joining us from New York, the <laughs> anti-New York the teaser. Anti-New I pulled York. off my, the first time I have ever done this, Will and Mike, the all-New York teaser. I had the mm. Giants and Jets last week. Okay. Not sure how it got there. Both teams were at one point down double digits, but it so worked. Mike. Are we betting by state now? Because you could <laughs> Apparently have, we yeah. are. I don't know. You could have did uh, what, the Keystone State teaser. Yeah. All right. Uh, Philly and, and uh, Pittsburgh. Would have could did something worked. like that. But uh, yeah, I mean, I, I don't want to tease by state here, but uh, Will, how about Thursday night football? Because, uh, you know, the Raiders are laying six um, now. Uh, against the Rams and we know what the Rams are but the Raiders are surging it's a short week though and and the road team I guess the trends uh, haven't really favored the road teams in this situation but this is a unique uh, game though uh, Thursday night yeah yeah, it sure is. And the Raiders are going to be the road team. Uh, this game is in L.A., but there's going to be pretty much all Raiders fans right. in there. The Rams are an apathetic fan base. They're kind of a front-running fan base, front-running city. Uh, off a title, I don't see them packing the building for this game. And like you said, the Raiders are surging, are, are surging right now. And the Rams, m- missing all of their guys, they played a, a good game against Seattle. They gave you a good effort. I don't know that these bad teams can put those good efforts uh, together back-to-back weeks. I think the Raiders get it done. I think the six is okay. I think this closes at seven. Uh, I look for something like a 24 to 13, 24 to 14 type of win. When you're laying six, you always have to worry about the back door. But with this Rams offense, you really don't have to worry about it against Wolford or Perkins, whoever plays. So I'm okay laying it with the Raiders. And I actually bet the Raiders plus 700 to make the playoffs. If you look at their Mm. schedule, the Rams is a winnable game. They should get that. Then they get a nice 10, 11 day break. They're home against the Patriots, who are off a short week on the road for their second straight game uh, in Vegas in a couple of weeks. After that, they are at Pittsburgh Christmas uh, Christmas Eve. That's a winnable game. They get the 49ers without their quarterback, and then they get the Chiefs Week 18. The Chiefs may or may not win that, uh, may or may not need that game. So, not impossible. The Raiders here go four and one, maybe five and zero. Oh. I, I think plus seven hundred is an enticing price here on the Raiders to make the playoffs. Very enticing yeah. to say the least. Speaking of games at SoFi Stadium this week, will the other LA team, the Chargers, back home? They play host to the Miami Dolphins. Second straight West Coast game for the Dolphins after losing to San Francisco. Market, for the most part, right at Dolphins minus three, taking on the battered Chargers who were without three offensive line starters against the Raiders last week. Uh, what angle do you like in this one? I just think the three is a little too high. I like the Chargers here. I was not impressed with Miami. Now, they had guys running wide open all over the place. Tua was extremely inaccurate if you just take away that first play of the game, and he, he threw one later to Hill, but he missed some wide open guys. Their defense couldn't get off the field against Brock Purdy. Uh, and now you get a Chargers team that, look, they've been disappointing. But I think uh, that disappointment's really built into this number. And this is it for the Chargers. If they lose this game, they're probably not making the playoffs. If they don't make the playoffs, that coaching staff, I don't know if Staley and company return. This is sort of a kitchen sink for the Chargers. They're home, which, again, that's not a great home field advantage by any means. But you're getting three. It's a must-win game. These teams are relatively equal in terms of the talent. I'll take the three here with the Chargers. And my guess this closes two or two and a half. I think the three, just a touch too high. And obviously that's a, that's a key number. Possible teaser leg for the syndicate, yes. um, that one. But then uh, this next one to Baltimore. Uh, because we were talking about this game earlier. Baltimore is catching uh, three points, Will, uh, against Pittsburgh. Now, Pittsburgh's a young and mistake-prone team. But Baltimore, with Lamar Jackson situation, uh, what do you see in this matchup? Yeah, Huntley, Huntley didn't win any games for Baltimore when he went in for Lamar last year, but he played, I thought, really well. I thought some teams might try to trade for him to, to make them their quarterbacks. He's one of the better backups in the league. 
And I'm surprised, similar to the Chargers-Dolphins game, I'm just surprised you're getting the full three. Anytime these teams play, it's a close game. There's there's a good chance it lands you know, on three. Whoever wins, I have no idea. But to me, this is more of a toss-up game here. Uh, and I'll gladly take the three in what should be you know, a 21-20, 20-18, 20-17 type of game. That three looks ultra-valuable. And that's an, another case where I just think this is probably two, two and a half. So that three here looks, uh, looks pretty attractive. And the market moving in Will's direction. Behind us at Circa, it's now two and a half minus 120 <laughs> for Pittsburgh. Will, as always, great to see you. We appreciate the insights. We'll check in with you next week. Have a good one, sir. All right. Thanks for having me, guys. See you. Right, as well. we wrap up our number one on the Lombardi line, our pro tip for this hour. We've talked about it a couple times, yeah. Mike. But looking... At teaser angles, if you are teasing short underdogs from a point to plus three and a half points against bottom half of the league scoring teams who are 17th or lower in points per game, last five weeks, those individual teaser legs are 15 and one. Look to target those sorts of situations going forward in a league that has had as much parity and as most close scoring, as many close scoring games as we have ever seen in the NFL. When we come back, we'll take a look at some of the top headlines around the league getting ready for week 14. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details.